Hey everybody, thanks for joining us at the Central and Janesville podcast. Please remember to check us out on centraljanesville.com throughout the week. We're excited for wherever God's got you at right now, and we hope this message brings you a little closer. Thanks. Hey, everybody, I thank God for you. I love you. I know you're awesome. Um, if you and I haven't met yet, if you're newer to Central Christian, man, I'm delighted that God has brought you. And to tell you the truth, I'm delighted God has brought me here and kept me here uh, for the last 40 years of my ministry. And I just want to thank the people of Central Christian for uh, the last couple of weeks, all the kindnesses that you've shown Deb and I. We are so humbled and uh, grateful to be your pastor. If we haven't met, I know that during the month of July, I was on my annual summer study break. Now, a study break is when I take a break from preaching five times a weekend just to be in God's presence and study His Word and, and learn from Him and listen to His voice. And I had a serious question this July, knowing that I was coming up on an anniversary of my 40th year of ministry here. It's like, God, what do you want me to do? Uh, do you want me to stay? Do you want me to retire? Do you want, I mean, should someone else step in? Uh, would there be someone better um, qualified? Or should I stay? And, and through that month, by the end of the month, here's what I sensed God say uh, to me. He said, feed my sheep, lead my sheep, protect my sheep. Oh my gosh, I felt like I was recommissioned by God to serve this church and to be his servant and to be pastor. And it was hugely energizing for me. So I'm committed to this church until you put me out the pastor or the Lord calls me home. Um, but our God... It is, is so good. And, and I, I do today want to lead you in, into uh, the unity that he calls us to as a people. I want to do the leading by feeding you from his word. But look at what our God says about his calling for us to be one people as his church. The word of God says, be faithful to guard the sweet harmony of the Holy Spirit among you in the bonds of peace, be bound together with peace. Being one body and one spirit, so you are called into the same glorious hope of divine destiny. God's got a destiny for a church that stays united. For the Lord God is one, and so are we. For we share one faith, one baptism, and one Father. And He is the perfect Father who leads us all, works through us, all and lives in us all. And he has graciously given each one of you, each one of you, supernatural grace. I mean, natural grace, that's nothing. That's common everyday stuff you could get from a human being. But supernatural grace comes only from God. He has given each of you supernatural grace. Say grace, grace. Say it again, grace. Now, let me give you one more tidbit of truth from God's word. God has revealed his grace to save the whole human race. This is what 
Paul writes to a son in the faith, Titus, God has revealed his grace. God has manifested. God has shown his grace to save the whole human race. The whole human race. Every race. It's God's grace to save every kind of person, every culture person, every color person. Um, in fact, let me, let me show you this. If you are a Christian, if you consider yourself a Christ follower, if you are not yet a follower of Jesus, man, we are delighted to have you with us. We want you to test the claims of Christ. Check out Jesus. We have found him to be glorious, wondrous. We surrender our lives to him as king. But if you are a Christian, it is everything to God, how you treat every kind of person and every color a person, every kind of person, every color of person. In fact, God just gets really kind of up in our face and gets real with us with three behaviors that he, as God, hates to see in us. Check it out from the word of God. Second Chronicles 19.7, the Lord God does not tolerate perverted justice, partiality, or the taking of bribes. Now, we know what bribery is. Anybody that's done international adoption like Deb and I do, bribery is when you got to pay somebody off just to treat you right and do what's fair. That's bribery. But what about these other two? Perverted justice. What, what's that? Well, justice is when everyone is treated equally. Perverted justice is Injustice. Perverted justice is when people of any kind of background, any kind of color, any kind of culture, when people are treated with prejudice. In fact, this, this, this phrase is accentuated by this word partiality. It's like an old English word that meant racial prejudice. God hates it when people aren't treated fairly. God hates it when we got to pay somebody off just to treat us right. And God hates racial prejudice. Um, I had to really wrestle with this about a year ago in August of 2020. Um, I mean, it, it was a tense time politically, racially, in our country, and um, I started to receive some very personal uh, attacks regarding our church's commitment to uh, racial unity and harmony. And it kind of caught me off guard because for almost as long as I've been the pastor here, we've, we, we've been devoted uh, to racial harmony. Loving people, whatever their color, whatever their culture, whatever kind of person they are. I mean, uh, like for, uh, I think, over 25 years, we have had a Latino congregation as a part of Central Christian Church. And for over 20 years, we've had an inner city campus, New Life, that's predominantly a black congregation. And for 35 years or more, we have had here at Central... Um, Black people and Asian people and Latino people and white people all worshiping together at the Beloit campus and calling this church their church home. And so it caught me off guard um, to receive uh, these sometimes 
concerned phone calls, sometimes just ugly, angry emails. And at first I would try to respond, to seek and explain, to seek understanding. But man, when they just kept coming, I just kind of threw my hands up in the air uh, and, and gave up. I mean, people left our church over it. I mean, it really, it really hurt. Because I know, you know how Jesus taught us to pray. Remember, Jesus said, when you pray, pray like this. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. What is it? Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Your will be done at Central Christian as it is in heaven. Well, what does God's will look like in heaven? Well, it's no mystery. The best friend of Jesus was given a glimpse into heaven. And here's what John saw. I looked and there was an enormous crowd. That's one thing God loves is big crowds to worship him. I looked and there was a an enormous crowd, no one could count all the people. And they were, this huge audience was from every race, every tribe, every nation, and every language. It was every kind of person, every cultural person, every color person. Um, God loves racial diversity because he created racial diversity. And racial diversity will celebrate God and worship God in heaven. It was his heart and his plan from the very beginning of creation and will culminate when we are together with God forever in glory in heaven, doing what we love best with those we love most. But but, but why? I wanted to figure out why is this such a hurtful issue in our culture, but most importantly, why is it such an important issue for God? Here's the first thing. Racial prejudice is an attack on God as creator. God created the variety, the diversity of races, different kinds of people and colors of people and cultures of people. Look at the word of God. Feed on the word of God. From one human being, Adam, God created all the races of people and made them live throughout the whole earth. Racial diversity is God's idea and it is precious to God's heart. And when we show racial prejudice, when we treat people differently based on the color of their skin or their background or the fact that they look different than us. Um, It's an attack on God as creator, but but more than that, it's an attack. Racial prejudice is an attack on God's wisdom. It's an attack on God's wisdom. Look at the word of God. Wisdom from above, from God, wisdom from God is pure. That's the first thing, first of all. Wisdom from God is also peaceful, gentle, and friendly. This is how you know you've got God's wisdom. It's peaceful, gentle, and friendly. And it's more. It's full of compassion and produces a harvest of good deeds, and it is free from prejudice. No prejudice in the wisdom of God. No hypocrisy. In fact, if we are prejudiced toward people who are different from us, different color of skin, different culture, different background, raised in a different way, 
different educationally, whatever kind of difference, that's a part of our hypocrisy. Racial prejudice is an attack on God as creator. It's an attack on God's wisdom. And racial prejudice is an attack on God's character. Here's the word of God. The Lord does not look at things man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance. But the Lord looks at the heart. What's important to God is not what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside. And he calls us to see other people the way he sees them. To see past their outward appearance, clothes they wear, color of their skin. To see to their heart. To see where their heart might be hurting. To see where their heart might need hope. To, to see their good intentions, the good intentions of their heart, to see their heart. You see, the Bible says, if you treat people according to their outward appearance, you are guilty of sin. Racial prejudice is not a skin issue. It's a, it's a sin issue. It's an attack on God's creation. It's an attack on God's wisdom. It's an attack on God's character. In fact, here's our call. Here's our challenge. Uh, here's how the, Paul, the Apostle Paul laid it out to the church in Colossae. He said, whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus. Now, this is exciting to me because Jesus called us the light of the world. He said, my people, my church, those surrendered to me are the light of the world. That means when we shine the light of God's love, it can push back the darkness of hurt and hate and prejudice. So let's take a look at Jesus and learn from him. He's modeling. Let's follow him and let's take on his character. Here we go. Jesus showed unconditional respect and dignity to every person. So this is the first way you and I can defeat any hint of racial prejudice in our hearts. I mean, I felt God call me once again to prioritize my job description, feed the sheep. That's you, your sheep. To lead the sheep, that's you. But to protect the sheep, I need to protect my heart from any hint of racial prejudice. And I want to help you protect your heart. So we look to Jesus. Jesus says we are the light of the world and we can push back darkness in our own hearts. We can push back the darkness of the sin-filled world, shine the light of God's love and push back the darkness of prejudice. Jesus did it by showing unconditional respect and dignity to every person he met. That's what you can do. Here, here's one of the ways that Jesus did it. You know, women in the day of Jesus were treated like pieces of property or uh, like they were non-persons. Jesus showed unconditional respect to every woman he met, to uh, women who were racially different from him, the Syrophoenician woman, uh, the woman at the well in Samaria. He, he showed unconditional dignity and respect to, to women who were disabled or uh, because of their disease were deemed incurable. Jesus showed unconditional dignity and respect uh, to, to, to prostitutes 
to a woman who was actually caught in the act of adultery. He showed unconditional dignity and respect to women who were poor and women who were rich and women who were educated and women who were illiterate. And what he showed all women, he showed all men and all children. We can do this. I can do this. This is, this is the practice of my life. It can be the practice of your life. Every person you meet, male, female, whatever color, young, old, you show unconditional dignity and respect. The Word of God says, show respect for everyone. I'll tell you why. Because that's what Jesus has shown you. That's what He's shown me. And if He shows me unconditional respect, and dignity, I must show others unconditional respect and dignity. But secondly, here's what Jesus modeled for us. Jesus listened beyond people's words to their hurts. Sometimes what they said were pretty ugly things. Sometimes what they said were attacks on him. Sometimes what they said were demands. Sometimes what they said were cries for help. Whatever they said, however harsh, hurtful, Hard, Jesus listened beyond their words to the hurts behind the words. Man, these are great principles uh, for, for marriage and parenting and, and, and not just uh, for defeating racial prejudice in our lives and in our community. Listen past the words to the hurt. Because often our tendency is to hear the words and if we disagree with them, want to shut them out or, or, or to hear the words and we get angry and we just want to shout back. But, but representing Jesus in everything that we do and say is to absorb I mean, as a dad, I had, I remember learning that Jesus on the cross, Jesus absorbed all God's anger for me. And so there were times when my children uh, were teenagers and they would really be upset with me over some issue and just be letting me have it. And instead of getting all worked up because I thought they weren't showing me respect, I just knew I could be like Jesus by just absorbing all their anger to get past their words, to their hurt. This was the practice of Jesus, even on the cross when, when he was being tortured and, and executed as he was bleeding out and people were spitting on him and, and mocking him and ridiculing him and humiliating him. What did Jesus say? He said, Father, Forgive them. He looked past their words to their deepest need to the hurt. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're saying. Father, forgive them. This is a powerful personal practice. Yeah, we can all show unconditional respect and dignity to every person we meet. And we can look beyond their words when they say things that we don't agree with or when their words are hurtful. Look past their words. Offer forgiveness understanding. Here's the word of God. Everyone must be quick to listen. This is the brother of Jesus. Be quick to listen, but slow to speak and slow to become angry. Human anger does not achieve God's righteous purpose. Nothing right comes out of human anger. Okay, so Jesus modeled it for us. Show everyone unconditional respect and dignity. 
Listen, listen for understanding. Listen past the words to what might be hurting in their heart, producing uh, the words. Be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger. Here's the third. Jesus loved all people unconditionally, completely, continually. Showed everyone unconditional respect and dignity. Listen past the words to their heart, but he showed everyone, he loved everyone unconditionally, completely, and continually. The love never stopped. The love never failed. The love was unending. Now, let me ask you, how has Jesus loved you? Well, he's loved you the same way he's loved me. He's loved us unconditionally, completely, and continually. That's how he loves me, and that's how he calls us to love every person, every kind of person, every color of person, every culture of person. We love unconditionally. We love completely, and we love continually, just as Jesus has loved us. Check this out from Jesus. This is not a suggestion. This is not an option. Jesus says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. And so this is not a David deal or a you deal. This is a whole church kingdom of God deal. Listen to the word of God. As believers, that's you and me, that's our church. As believers in our Lord Jesus, you must never treat people in different ways because of their outward appearance. No, we love them unconditionally, completely, and continually. Now, the good news, I love this part. I love a plan. I need a plan. Uh, and here's the good news. Jesus has a plan for racial peace. And the plan is his church. I don't know if this is a good illustration, but uh, um, every Wednesday, uh, Deb and I go to McDonald's, grab Happy Meals, and deliver them to our grandchildren. And it's a fun experience. But recently, uh, since it's supper time, McDonald's can be crazy crowded in the two drive throughs And I'm on the inside drive through There's a... A black lady in front of me. She places her order. She goes on. I place my order. There's a, a, a black lady to this side of me. So as, as it happened, it was my turn. But this black lady cuts me off. I'm going to be chill. I'm not going to lose my mind over that. But oh my gosh. The guy behind me in a pickup truck, he loses his mind. He starts yelling at those. He was a white guy. They're black ladies. The, the, the lady in the first car, she starts yelling back. I don't want any part of this. I look at the lady in the second car. Her door window is right in line with my windshield. We're looking at each other. She's like a deer caught in the headlights. And I'm just like, you're all good. This is okay. I'm not upset. And um, there, was, there, there was no listening. It was just one guy yelling over something that didn't involve him unless he wanted me out of his way. And, and that one lady was upset and everybody just got upset. There was shouting, no listening, no understanding, no trying to look beyond the words. So how do we fix stuff like that? I mean, more than this and this. We follow the plan of Jesus. Look at the word of God. 
Although you were once distant and far from God, that's me, that's you, now you have been brought delightfully close to him through the sacred blood of Jesus. That's me, that's you. We've been drawn close to a relationship of God through the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. You have actually been united to Christ. Our reconciling peace is Jesus. By dying as our sacrifice, he has broken down every wall of prejudice that separated us and has now made us equal, me, you and I, we're equal. I'm an old guy. You may be a, a young woman, but we're equal in Christ. You may be black or Latino. I'm white. You may be Asian American. We are equal in Christ. This Every wall of prejudice that separated us has now made us, Christ has made us equal through our union with Christ. It's through, if you are in a relationship with Jesus, on the basis of his shed blood, you treat everyone with unconditional dignity and respect. You listen for understanding. You love unconditionally, completely, and contingently. Thanks again for joining us on the Central and Janesville podcast. Remember to check us out at centraljanesville.com. Have a great week.